This is Finnish Football Show 25, take two, because the first one didn't quite work out. We had some horrible, um, uh, horrible feedback. So I'm just going to try and get this started again. And I'm not ready, am I? Of course I'm not. Okay, here we go. So, I think Keke has joined us. Yep. For the second. Good. It worked okay with you last time. Then Mark joined us and it all went belly up. It wouldn't be the finished football show without some technical hitches at the start. <laughs> it would be nice if there was a finished football show without technical hitches at the start. <laughs> One day. <laughs> we got Matthias joined us watching, listening to the live show. Luckily, he can't watch it. Um, but Matthias, welcome. Hopefully, Mark can get in and join us shortly. And as soon as he does, and we've got no interference, I'm going to hit that theme tune and we away we go. Co-host Mark, where are you? It never quite, quite goes the way you want it to go. <laughs> For those that, that, well, I don't know if anyone actually managed to get in last time, but there was this horrible feedback. When it happened last week, didn't it? Or last time, right in the middle of the show. That's why we had to record it in two parts. So hopefully if we get it out of the way right at the beginning. <laughs> you know, how are you, Keke, anyway? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Not bad, thank you. Yourself? Yeah, not too bad. I started actually telling people just now that <laughs> before we ended the previous one, started a new eating regime this week. Low, low carbs, high fat, low, no gluten, and I want to get in shape, and yeah. but it's hard at the moment. It's like it's like detoxing. I think detoxing from all the the good tasty stuff. I've got, oh, got a banging headache all day, and not I'm never starving, but I've just got this constant level of nagging hunger in the background. You know? Oh no, it's not it's not the best. But me and me and Satu are doing it together, so we both want to. Uh, Shed a few kilos and, and get a bit fitter. Um, Why not? Barreling towards the age of 50, it's not, not good to be carrying too much around with. No way. You're not that old. Well, not quite, but, you know, in that general direction. Yeah. I just don't, I just don't look it. What can I say? No, that's it. Right, let's send... Just send Mark another invitation, see if we can get him in here. Um... But yeah, what else has been going on? I launched my my website for my company the other day. I started I my own little like kind of well, they call it Toiminimi over here, like a little sole trader type type company to do a little bit of stuff on the uh, on the side and um, launched my podcast uh, my, my website this week, and um, people seem quite excited by it. Good, good no, luck. No, no, nobody's kind of banging down my door to give me any work at the moment, but so far the uh, the website has got some uh, excitement anyway, which is nice. No, that's good. Good luck. I'm good at this. I'm getting good at this WordPress thing because they make it so easy. For even, mm. I, I always think if I can do it, then almost anyone can do it. And Mark has certainly managed to do it with the uh, with the Finnish football show. Yeah, it's looking good. As well. Yeah, it is. It is. And uh, I think he's... He's getting to grips with um, a kind of posting as a, a posting articles and then sharing them, and it's just a it's just a sort of tidy tidy site, I think. Yeah, so, nice, uh, yeah. Let's see. Okay, Matthias, if you're still there, for God's sake, don't go. We're about to start the show. <laughs> Honest. Hello, Mark. Aris. How are you? Football show. I'm Mark Wiltshire. Thanks for joining us. This is Finnish Football Show number 25. Those that were listening before the music had a little bit of chinwag between me and Keke, and I think we'll keep that in there. Uh, we have one live 
viewer at that moment. I don't know if he's still there. I think he is. Good. Matthias, if you're still listening, thanks for sticking with us all the way through the opening music. That's a good start to the show. Um, I'm joined, as usual, by Mark. Hi, Mark. All right. And hi, Keke. Hello. And because the FC Suomi site has closed, I've decided that as, as from now, we should all be known as From the Finnish Football Show. What do you two think? Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good to me, yeah. Let's do it. But you're still using um, FC Suomi for, on Twitter, Mark, anyway. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure how... I, I guess if I change the name, do I have to start again? You, no. you, know, how, you know how terrible I am with social media. It's, <laughs> I, I've got, I, can barely, I can barely get my thumbs to work, so I, I'll look into it. <laughs> well, I tell you what, you did manage to write an article this week and share it somewhere on social media because I came across it. Hey. That, was good. that was good work um, so but from now on we we all have the have the online surname of from the Finnish football show I think that sounds good sounds good bro. um can you believe guys it's only been 17 days since the last episode wow I don't have to apologize for being late or apologize for anything apart from the quality of the show and I'm not going to apologize for that you get what you pay for that's it <laughs> um, Matthews if you're listening have you paid anything exactly um this episode is live on Podbean. We explain why we've changed and why you can no longer see us in the last episode. Um, but if you are listening live, remember it allows listeners to call into the show. So if you have something to say uh, and you want to call in, let's give that a try. Um, we had a t- I wrote in my script, we had a technical problem last week where the whole thing crashed. And um, we had a technical problem at the start of tonight as well where we had some horrible kind of interference. But uh, we'll get through it. As Keke said, it wouldn't be the finished football show without some kind of technical problems. Um, do you know what I, I just noticed while I was setting this up? We've got 11 followers on Podbean. I don't know how that, I don't know how that happened or why that happened, but they're yes. there. So go Podbean. Go Podbean followers. Thank you for, for following up. And please spread the word if you know another hardy soul that might be interested in an hour of nonsense talking about finished football. If you're not listening live, we still want your input. So podcast listeners can use social media to get in touch with your feedback. Uh, our handles are at FC Suomi for Mark, at Explore Finland for me, and at Kekke Mulleri for Kekke. And uh, if, you, if you go to the uh, explorefinlandpodcast.com, find the uh, Finnish football show on there. And in the show notes, you'll have links to those, uh, those Twitter handles as well. Um, and also we've got the Facebook group which uh, there's been quite a bit to post about in there this last week with what's been what's been going on what we're going to talk about so uh, ask to join in and we'll uh, we'll let you um this show episode 25 of the uh, finished football show we're going to preview this weekend's final round of Vegas league games discuss who might get the european places and who's going to finish in these new newfangled European playoff spots. I'm coming to you for that, Mark, a bit later, so brace yourself. Um, <laughs> we also have the regular features, Yasilla Sipuli, and the following feature. Uh, but surely, there's only one place to start this week, and that what is, is with the recent games for the national teams against Bosnia-Herzegovina and against Armenia. So <laughs> I, I think we can... Maybe, maybe that is the news. Why don't we kick off the match, start the first half, and go straight into those Euro qualifiers? There's the whistle. I'm going to go sparingly on the whistle this week. I think I got a bit whistle-happy last time, so uh, I'll use it where it's appropriate. Um, It was quite a weekend, boys, wasn't it? Amazing. Um, Yeah. I think, excuse me, I think we, we all had our different experiences of watching the game on Saturday. So Saturday the 12th was Bosnia-Herzegovina uh, 4, Finland 1. Um, I think that, first of all, Keke, we have to throw it over to you. Give us a little bit. You were there. You travelled over to, to Bosnia for the game. I did. I went to Sarajevo, yeah, via Vienna from, from my base in London. Um, and first of all, despite the result, it was an absolutely cracking weekend. The um, Sarajevo is a, a hugely interesting place. So much history there, um, ancient history, recent history. So much going on. It's definitely worth a visit, and I'm I'm pleased that 
Bosnia-Herzegovina were placed in our group, so that it gave me the opportunity to go there. So that's that. Um, it was great to catch up with photos some... that you that you sent back. It wasn't just the football; yeah. you had a little bit of time for sightseeing as well. Yeah, we, uh, you know, so I arrived on um, when did I arrive? Crikey, I arrived on Friday more Friday morning, I think something like that. Yeah, Friday morning. Um, the game was on Saturday, so we had we had most of Friday to have a look around. We looked around downtown Sarajevo. It's um, yeah, you've got the. Uh, the sort of Ottoman Ottoman side of the city, where um, where the, the the Ottoman Empire were running the show down there for uh, however long it was, however many years ago, and then you've got the um, the more European side of the city from when the uh, Austro-Hungarian Empire were 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 in charge down there. So um, really contrasting sides to the city. We had a look round. Um, Loads and loads of Finnish fans there, so we uh, we were bumping into bumping into Finnish fans and spotting blue and white scarves wherever we went, mm. and it was great to see great to see some familiar faces and meet some new people. The base, um, the 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 SMU core made their base in Cafe Tito, um, named after the, the communist leader who used to run Yugoslavia, and um, yeah, we had a few beers and uh, some some local food and really enjoyed ourselves and. Um, Saturday was a different kettle of fish. Obviously, everybody woke up very excited about the game. And to be honest with you, the feeling the feeling was quite quite optimistic. You know, especially after the the home game where we where we defeated Bosnia. So the the feeling was quite optimistic. There, obviously, there was news coming out prior to that that Jeko was injured and and he was out. So um, people were feeling quite good. We. Um, we met up again at Cafe Tito, where all the uh, SMU core did a fantastic job laying on all the charter buses. And um, I mean, I, I really, honestly, don't know how they do it. The time and effort they put into sorting all that out with getting everybody, because Zenitsa, which is that where the stadium is, is like um, what over an hour's drive away. So th- there was like um, eight or ten buses, all completely full of Finnish fans and. Um, Together with our police escort, we made our way down to Zenitsa. Uh, everyone was in good voice, singing and singing and what have you on the on the buses. No problems at all. When we got to the ground, we managed to shepherd ourselves in in through the gates quite in quite reasonable time. Um, nice open terrace for us to all stand on. We were right sort of separated by a bit of a. Uh, a big iron fence and a few uh, riot police, but the right next to the, the sort of Bosnian hardcore Bosnian ultras, but they were they were they were in they were in fantastic voice. They were non-stop for ninety minutes, and um, but they were they were friendly almost. You know, well, there was no animosity. They gave us a little clap at the end. I mean, you know, we all had our tails between our legs by, by, the, by the final whistle, but um, but yeah, they gave us a little clap for our support at the end and. Um, and yeah, the the atmosphere was was really decent throughout the the whole game. But turning to the football, I think um, I don't know what you guys saw on the telly, but I think it, it was it was um, not not a horror show from the from the start. But obviously, with the early penalty appeal, um, Paulus Arriuri becoming injured, going off injured very early in the game, and uh, you know, and and then we had the uh, I think the second goal was the was the penalty, wasn't it? Yeah. But, um, yeah, the dodgy penalty where the, the ball clearly strikes Sawyer on the shoulder or the chest or whatever you want to call it. And um, to be honest with you, I thought the ref may have given that because of the one in the first couple of minutes that, that looked a bit more of a penalty that he turned away. But yeah, um, but yeah I mean, uh, it sort of, poor old Paulus went off and it sort of it went downhill from there, really. Yeah, it was it was very difficult, wasn't it, to get to get possession of the ball bosnia employed this really high high press high energy game and finland just couldn't get hold of the ball that's which... right their, their energy from the from the absolute kickoff their energy and their harassing and their 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 pressing was just 100% from the from the start and it, it carried on all all game mm. i mean we i mean so paulus Paulus was tricky because he went down. I think he, was, he went down in the fifth minute, and it was yeah, nothing. He, he carried like was, on for a bit, didn't he? Yeah, and I, and I, I, I and it's a, part of me thinks he really shouldn't have because he was, he was, he wasn't mobile after, like after he got back up, and he was clearly in pain. 
Um, I don't think I don't think it was that bad for the for the first goal, but he was the the, the defender that basically got turned uh, on the on the edge of the box. So it was it's always a bit of a tricky one because then you saw when when Sauli Weissman came on, he just he sort of didn't look ready. You know what I mean? He was a little yeah. bit. It wasn't. It's, I mean that's hard. It's hard to say for the kid, but he just he couldn't settle because well because Bosnia and Herzegovina were, were playing up with such a high pressure. Exactly, he didn't, that. Have, he didn't he, have any time to settle into the match at yeah. all, did he? Yeah, yeah. So he got he and got to a be, little bit to be put in on in those circumstances. You know, like your number one. You know, you'd say Boris is the number one defender, wouldn't you? With with yeah, him going off and um, and Sauli Sauli having to come in and and take over from him with the the game being so intense, he didn't even get two minutes to to settle into the match. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So he, he, he didn't get he didn't get, he didn't get a chance to, to settle, but then then the penalty sort of just kept it kept everybody on edge. And I mean, I think I mean I mean you can speak to this one, but it was it's sort of they Bosnia played with a really high pressing game. There was a lot of energy, tackles flying about, and the fans and the crowd were just roaring them on. And I think that's, that's that happens at, 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 at games sometimes when the the team just sort of responds to the fans and the fans respond to the team. And we just didn't have a we didn't have a like respite. We didn't have a break for mm. for the first half an hour. It was the same in the stadium, you know. We I mean we did our best. There was there was getting on for I think it ended up being around eight or nine hundred of us there. Mm. And um, everyone was packed in. It was it was a really great feeling. And but we we were the same. We were the same in the stands. We tried to get the songs going, and we tried to get a bit of momentum to get behind the team. But we were we were experiencing exactly the same as the lads were on the pitch. We were just being drowned out and and overrun overrun by three sides of Bosnian fans. You know, it was just so difficult. The the um, their 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 capo ultra. He was just sort of conducting all three sides of the ground and they were shouting and responding back and it was just like <laughs> there was us with our little megaphone and trying to get the trying to get our songs going and it was just hard to hard to make ourselves heard so mm. I guess that was the kind of feeling that the guys on the pitch were having as well it's, it's interesting you say that because that, that that does tie in doesn't it it made it made Finland's play really scrappy and and a real lack of conviction in the passing um, yeah. and and then you get to like the, the the third goal with some kind of pretty shambolic defending, which resulted in a really nice strike from Pjanic. Yeah. Um, and and then also the fourth goal where the the ball was pinballing around the penalty box uh, before being being stuck away with a with another sort of good strike. Yeah, for for those two that we just looked exhausted. I mean, so. Mm. We like at sort of start throughout the match. We couldn't get anywhere near Pjanic. So he was while so while the whole of Bosnia were, were pressing, like they were pressing up top and down the flanks in particular. Uh, Pjanic was picking out balls and passes basically to to his heart's content. And he's he's a Juve player. Like you can't, you've got to get somebody somewhere near him. But because we sort of stuck with a four four two, we didn't really have anybody that would would just kind of run with him, would stick with him for the whole like for the whole of the pitch. So that was that. That caused us like a, a a massive problem. And after about an hour, like Robin learned. I mean, it's not through. Not through. I don't think it's through any fault of his own. He just ran out of gas. He couldn't cover his fullback. He couldn't get back. And and all of a sudden, there was I think three or four occasions where they had sort of. It was like we were almost outnumbered in our own third. You know what I mean? It was like seven versus seven, eight versus eight, something like that in that final third. And that's just. That's just crazy. That's it's, it's just so it's almost impossible to 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 keep up with. So yeah, we uh, we didn't win those last two goals. Bosnia won every like half chance, every drop, every ball that dropped, every header yeah. that was that they went up for. They were just there. They were first to it. Second balls um, and fifty fifties. They were they were yeah. getting all of it. They were. Yeah. I mean, like you like you say, Mark. Rightly so. Pjanic was running the show from oh. from from the centre there, but. They were also quite physical as well, you know. Mm. It wasn't yeah. just a. It wasn't like a a, a footballing masterclass of of just like silky skills. They were quite physical as well, and yeah. that with the physicality, with the tempo, and then with a guy like Pjanic, who is, you know, he's definitely the best player on the pitch, but in the twenty-two, you know. So it was um, it was just really really difficult for our guys to deal with. I mean, half time was a welcome respite, but then 
as soon as the second half kicked off, they started in exactly the same vein as they had started the first half. So it was, yeah. it was, uh, it was tricky. But we got our consolation, Yolle, yeah. who um, yeah. who we're all uh, we're all happy who's back, and um, and and we managed to get our consolation. So it was. Uh, we give them, we, we, we give as good as we got but cheering that one on although it was hard being four 0 down already. Yeah. But um but yeah. We we nice talked to... a bit about you say Yolle, Yol, Bokin Palo, um the last couple of shows about him being injured and about him coming back and then being injured again. So yeah, you're right. It was it was good to see him back out on the pitch for the last uh, twenty five minutes or so, was it? Something like that. No, I think I think they brought him at half time. Oh, was it half time? Sorry, I think, okay. the, I think he played the whole second half because we were he needed to make we de- at half time we absolutely needed to make a change. Uh and I think he came on for, for Purusori. And Tam- right. Yasi Yasser went Yasi went to the to the wing. And I I think Yasi he didn't look good uh, on the wing. And Yola did well. Like I mean uh, he's he's a class act, he's a class player. He looks uh, big and strong as well. Yeah, yeah, he's got he's got a lot of power and and he's, and and quick. Like it's 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 that's not so common for at least in Finnish football that you get a guy who's who's big and strong and quick. Yeah, exactly. Um, but he had he had a couple of half chances, half shots, and then uh, it's, it, I think it was his third one, and that's a, that's a sort of a good the mark of a good striker, which is like the first the th- one in three. If you can keep if you can hit one in three, you'd be fine. Uh, and it was his third third one when the ball dropped and he smashed it in off the bar. So. Bonus points. Bonus points for in off the bar, right? <laughs> yeah, that's it, yeah. But he um you know, like you say, he's got he's got the pace, he's got the strength, he uses his body really well. So um so yeah, you know, hopeful. Well, we saw we saw what happened in the in the next couple of days, didn't we? Do you know what I mean? So um we after being uh, after being maybe a little bit miserable after that result, we um we all went home and they, they managed to get themselves mentally prepared and do the business. One of you, one of you is, is I, I don't know if you're getting excited and tapping the desk or banging your headphones or something. I can hear a, a, a tapping from, from time to time. And before we drive our uh, listeners crazy, I thought I'd, uh, thought I'd just mention it. Okay. Oh, that'll be me. It'll be me. For sure, for sure. <laughs> banging his fist, banging his fist excitedly on his desk. Are, are you getting yeah. that excited talking about the 4-0 defeat? Let's, let's move on then. That was, that was Saturday night. And... Um, then we move on to Tuesday evening. Um, I tell you one thing that was really lovely. Um, they were played at seven o'clock finish time. It was so nice to sit down early evening. Whoa, 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 guys! Oh, you didn't like that? That's no good for me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still at, I'm still at work, and this thing's kicking off. It's no good. <laughs> I, I basically spent the whole match commuting. Yeah. yeah, that's. I did. I did think about that actually on the on the day. No, but, but I, you know, I, I'm, I figured I'm glad that my comfort guys. was better than what was more important to me than yours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm glad <laughs> for you guys. I, yeah, actually, I mean, to get to Tokyo as well, I had to duck out. So I hope my boss doesn't listen to this one. <laughs> does, does he normally or she? <laughs> what does he or she normally listen to this nonsense? I don't. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure they don't. But I, I, I ducked out about two o'clock so I could train and get over. <laughs> and how was yeah, it then, Mark? It was chucking it down. It was chucking it down the whole the whole night. It, like it was. Um. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It, by, um, by which by which you mean it was raining very heavily all game. Yeah. 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 All game. All game. Just really translating well, for our international audience, you see. But the, it was um, amazing. The weather, the weather in Sarajevo was a, a balmy plus twenty four degrees and sunny. So uh, maybe that's what was wrong with that match because Finland seemed to turn it on in the rain lately. Yeah, yeah, they don't they don't mind a bit of a bit of uh, the, the tougher weather conditions, but but the, in the stands and, and um, I mean, well, actually on the pitch, the first first five minutes we looked like we missed a couple of tackles, missed a couple of passes, we looked a bit sloppy. You know what I mean? And we, we, there was sort of a couple of. Um, nudging the elbows and going, oh, hang up, what's what's going on here? But I think after about five minutes, they had two free kicks um, uh, from from the flanks. Uh, one of them was looked actually pretty dangerous, the uh, first one, but then the second one drifted over. And then after that, I think it was basically Kamara put his foot on the ball and just said, "All right, I've got this, lads," and started ticking the game on. Now, I, I remember saying like before. 
before the, the Bosnia-Herzegovina game, I, I was watching it with Satu in a bar in Helsinki because um, we had a weekend down there. And I remember saying that it's winnable, but it's going to be tough. And it was tough. And then on Tuesday, I thought, well, these teams are quite evenly matched. But the way we've been playing recently, we've, we've, got, we've got a chance. And, and you're right, Ar Ar Armenia were looking to attack. They made some chances and I was a little bit like, oh, where's this, where's this heading to? Um, but it, it came. Um, it came with um, a poor punch from a goalkeeper, crossing from the left, poor punch from the goalkeeper. It kind of skidded across his knuckles, I think. Mm. Um, and... And then it just sort of landed fairly close to the goal, but but not an easy strike for uh, for Frederick Jensen. And he sort of flicked it in, quick quick reactions, flicked it in with the outside of his right boot and sort of into the top of the net, which was a real kind of opportunist goal, I thought. Yes, that's not it wasn't an easy finish by any stretch mm. of the imagination because he was also falling like he was basically falling backwards as he hit it. So so nine times out of ten, if you have if you have that kind of if you're in that kind of position, it just goes up. It goes straight up. And, well, we'd had a couple of corners before uh, where we'd sort of made a bit of a pig's ear of it. But, um, but it was a lovely, lovely finish. I think as well for the, for the, for the keeper, we should also say that uh, Lassil Apolainen was on the corners. He was sticking the crosses in. And he, he, kept, he kept throwing in lovely outswingers that, that were just, that were, they were landing perfectly at the back of the six-yard box. So it's, it was a good cross. And he, the keeper flapped at it. But it was, a, it was a hell of a reaction finish. Just a really great finish. And that, that goal seemed to settle the, if there were any nerves, it seemed to settle the nerves, really, didn't it? Yeah, that was us. Yeah, yeah. From then on, I, I can't think of it. We didn't look, I don't think Armenia, I mean, Armenia had a movie, it was a bit of a small spell, five minutes in the, in, early in the second half. But they didn't look, they didn't really, they really didn't look like they were at the, at the races. And we talked about before about Bosnia-Herzegovina and their high pressing. And I, I felt that's what Finland did. They did to Armenia on Tuesday what was done to them on Saturday. They were they were really energetic, pressing pressing high, and then when they were defensive, there were suddenly five in defence and at least three in the midfield protecting the goal. It was I, I, just really really impressive performance. Uh, not you know understanding who the who the opposition were, but still really really um, disciplined performance. Yeah, it was, it, oh, sorry, Mark. I was going to say, um, the, and with the the change of personnel as well, you know, like um, there was a few who dropped out and a few who came in. So, like the the change of personnel, and they managed to managed to work with that, and and when they got that first goal, settled them down, and they they after that, you always thought there was only one winner, really. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Yoni Kauko, Yoni Kauko came in next to Kamara, and they both covered a hell of a lot of ground. Uh, Kauko was really like, it's probably that might be the best game I've seen him play in a Finland shirt. I think, probably ever. Like he did, he did really, really well. He, like he, he, his passing was always accurate. Didn't do anything flash. Didn't do anything, you know, crazy clever. His passing was always accurate. His tackling was nice and timely. Um, he covered, he covered ground, and uh, yeah. It was it, it was really, Yoni Kauko was really good was was a was a solid solid improvement from the from the the Saturday game because I think it's right that Spav limped off didn't he against Bosnia yeah like yeah and that, that was so that was a that was a big we were all but I think before like before the kickoff we were wondering is it going to be it should be Yoni Kauko is it going to be Kauko or Schuler that comes in to replace him and we weren't really you know psyched about either of those but but. But yeah, like I said, Kauko came on, did really well. Um, one one um, one note that I made. I actually made notes, you know. <laughs> on 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 Saturday, we were sitting in the bar, and I thought I better make some notes uh, because I won't remember this because I had a few beers going down me. And then on Tuesday, I just thought, nah, well, there's some things that are worth that are worth noting here. And I wrote I wrote here that there were some really lovely passages of one and two touch football throughout throughout the game and and this created a chance in the sixth minute the 68th minute and the 84th minutes went flying part just across the face of the goal um mm. so it was three three nil but it you know there were three other if not golden chances they were really good half chances 
right and and this is what i saw flashes of in the italy game where we um i think maybe keke did that you didn't yeah. didn't notice um and we discussed that last time um, there, there was a lot more of it this time and i think it it starts with the with the energy up front in in winning the ball back quickly and then getting that confidence again that they didn't have in the previous game to play some really really nice one two touch football it's good good to see and um and then we had the, the the kind of icings. I think there were two icings uh, with the second and third second and third goal. Um, Mark, do you want to d- describe the second goal? Uh, yeah, the second goal was so so. Both Freddie Jensen and Yolle, like when you talk about that interplay and the passing move that, that got guys in in behind uh, the Armenian defence. Uh, both Yolle and um, Freddie Jensen came in and, and did really well, dropping back from the front line, picking up the ball, controlling it, and then bringing in people all around him. For the second goal, uh, I think it was it would have been Yuka Raitala or, or someone, or maybe even Jonas Baivio, that kind of pumped a long ball forward. Jolle won the header. It sort of bounced into, into like a 50-50 zone, and two Armenian players sort of made, it, made a play to get it. And uh, Jolle just sort of drove himself into it, put his foot around the ball, did a kind of half pirouette and then just laid it, laid it slipped the ball like perfectly through through the uh, through the centre for Buki. Mm. Uh, Teme did what Teme has been doing all season. You know, he burned past the defender, took a touch, dinked the keeper. It was just a... Just one <laughs> yeah, that, 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 it, <laughs> one it really was. It was. He tipped it. But he like it, it, a dink suggests that it comes down the other side, but it, it kind of chipped it from far out in the penalty box and it was it hit sort of the top of the net like the, the root almost the roof of the net with a with a chip it was real real confidence player someone who's clearly on top of their game i thought i saw a little bit of backspin on it i'm sure i'm sure he got sort of did he get he got the dink on it right i mean yeah, yeah it, was, there's a, there's a, <laughs> yeah. it was a, it was a hell of a finish anyway no, it, it was, and and the third goal was was a similar similar kind of goal, really. Now this one, I would say, was more of a dink. This was more of a little low, uh, a, a similar goal, goal played through this time by uh, Shula, who'd come on as a sub by then. Um, played it through to to Puki, and uh, this time he went to just over the keeper, went low, and number three, and we're all in, we're all kind of getting excited then. Yeah, every, every yeah, after that it was everybody was we were all just sort of uh, you know losing our marbles because uh, because yeah it, it it generally been very tense before the game and when that happens when that ha- when it's when it's tense before the game you get like a lot of relief and euphoria but and the other, and, uh, but we looked so good on the pitch that uh, like there was just no way for Armenia to get back into the game and it didn't look like we slowed down so that goal was eighty seven eighty eight minutes something like that. Uh, we were still going. Like, like we'd have, if that if the game had got on, we'd have, we'd have got another four or five, and we could have had more uh, during the game. So it was just it was happy days, happy days all around. And um, then, uh, and then, it, the the fun continued with the uh, with the evening game. Yeah, that's yes. a really good, that's a really good point because um, I said to Satu that you know Bosnia Herzegovina are playing away in. Um, in Greece, and you know, as we've beaten Armenia, the the real challenge now was from coming from from Bosnia. And she said, "Oh, do you want to watch the game?" And I was like, "Oh, but we've we've had the benefit of an early kickoff. Let's not sit up until midnight watching an, yeah. this game." Um, so the next morning, I woke up early for work, and she had a late shift, so she was sleeping in. And uh, I saw the result, and it was all I could do not to jump out of the bed at like quarter to six in the morning and start bouncing around the bedroom in excitement because what happened, Keith? Well, they they went and did us a favour, and Greece Greece turned over the mighty Bosnia who had smashed us a couple of days before. They did. They they used all their they used all their goals up on Finland and. Balls it up on Tuesday against Greece. What was the score? It was two one, wasn't it? And the winning goal was an own goal, I believe. But uh, oh, I didn't notice. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, but I mean, Bosnia in that game, they just they were a shadow of the side that we played. They were they were just not the same guys. And uh, credit, did you watch it, Mark? Yeah, I watched. Yeah, I watched the end. Credit, credit to Greece. They they this new Dutch fellow they've got. 
he's he's taken a couple of games to try and find his feet, but they're they're sticking with a four three three, and he's basically chucked out all the old pros and brought in a bunch of young kids. I was I was, so it was they so Greece were visibly the better team. They hit the post. They had a bunch of like really clear chances. This kid, what was that young number seven? I think he was called uh, Masoras, something like that. I th- he missed he missed about four or five guilt edge chances, and we were sure that Bosnia were going to nick it because they had been shocking like through the whole game. And but Greece yeah. couldn't, just couldn't converse. And then there's a guy who my new favorite footballer in in world football is a guy called. Ionas Fetfatzidis. He's a Greek sort of mid-table, mid-table midfielder who's got a touch of the he's got a touch of the losser about him. So he likes his, he likes to step over. He's, he's got a bit of let's say ballast on him. Um, but he's the kid who broke through and he stuck in a cross from the from the right. And Kavicevic is the one who stabbed yeah. past the keeper. Oh. So he's my, my my new hero is Fetfatzidis. And at that point, the whole of Finland went bananas. I was, uh, yeah, I was. It was, it was a miracle. I made it to work the next day. Even it was, it was so funny. There was, there was so much stuff coming out on social media, like, oh, thank you, Greece, and oh, well done, Greece, and uh, like, even the official, official Palolito Hukaya channels were like, they were doing videos like Kitos Greek and all that stuff. So it was like, yeah. it was massive. Yeah, it was um, yeah, just unbelievable. Un, un, unbelievable. And what it what it means is that, oh, what does it mean? Tell us. What it means is that Finland need one more win to qualify for the Euro, for Euro twenty twenty, and, and the next game is at, at home to Liechtenstein. It is, and that's um, that. Well, breaking news. That's led me to uh, book some flights, so I shall see you there. Oh, you coming over? Yeah, of course I am. Yes. Get hey? in. You got a ticket? There's ways and means of getting tickets. Well, <laughs> if you've got ways and means, I'll get a train. Yeah, I'll see what I can do. Of course. Right. Well, let me know when you land. I'll meet you. I'll meet you up beforehand because I'll be yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Getting. I'm looking forward. Oh, we've to got it. to be able to make that make that happen. Surely. Yeah, it'd be good. So yeah, I'm coming. Yes. It's going to be I historic. Have... You know, it's going to be. You can't miss that, can you? That's the one. That's the one. No, that's quite. That's quite right as well. And then it's it's followed by. Um, um, Greece away uh, a few days later. So, the, so the, the Liechtenstein home game is on the 15th of November and then the Greece away game is on the 18th and uh, uh, I, uh, you'd, like to say, you'd like to think that you don't need to go to Greece to need anything, uh, you know, the way, the way the table is at the moment but let's just perform like we did on Tuesday and we're, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do that for sure. Yeah, the, I mean, the hope, the hope is massive now. I mean, there's, there's still a lot of people who I talk to are not quite brave enough to say it just yet, you know, because I've, of previous experiences. But you've got, to, you've got, to, you've got, to, you've got to say we're, we're, you know, we're we're halfway there, aren't we? <laughs> halfway there is about right. that's, that's that's where I'm at. <laughs> that's that's the attitude. With one game, to, with one one win needed out of the last two games, we're halfway there. Yeah, we'll yeah. go with that. I think. I mean, the the other thing is that same night, uh, Italy, uh, Lich, uh, Bosnia play um, Bosnia play Italy. So, I think it works. It works out that way. That um, that uh, that uh, yeah. If they have to stay, they've still got to win every game. Yep. So we've even got that out, which is that if we somehow fudge it up and get a draw against Liechtenstein. Bosnia need to go and beat Italy in Italy, and they've never done that. They've never beaten Italy, I think, in, in competitive matches ever. So there's even that on our sides. But so yeah, maybe, maybe the stars are aligning. <laughs> <laughs> and, with, and with that, with that, I reckon it's just about half time, don't you? Yeah. 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 Oh. Okay. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna step away from my mic for about thirty seconds, but while I'm doing that, Mark, can you explain this week's Yasil Lasipuli? Uh, so explain yeah. what the feature is, and then explain what the uh, what the word is and why. Absolutely. So, I'll be back shortly. Okay. 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 So Yasil Lasipuli, uh, that's a Finnish phrase that just means well, and that's the onion, which is like. But loosely translated, it's it's that just that's just the way it is. And so what we try to do is uh, give you guys a little bit of a Finnish terminology uh, with a football twist, 
that you can use whenever you're watching it. And this, the, sh- the word for this show is langet. So langet. Uh, langet is uh, megs or nuts, depending on where you're from in the UK. It's when you pass, pass the ball through the legs of your opponent and then collect it smoothly on the other side. Langet. Langet. Yeah. Right. Although it's, it's a bit strange because when you play here, I don't often see it shouted at people the way it is in the UK. You know what I mean? Yeah, not quite a term of, uh, <laughs> of uh, yeah, sod you or whatever that we use when we play here. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so sorry, when did you get back? We had to step away and take care of a little bit of admin. Oh, there we go. Oh, and that, oh, that's not a euphemism. Well, it, well, it is, but um, I'm in the office, uh, in my work office recording this because we've got, you know, good Wi-Fi and all of that. And, uh, but there's a, <laughs> the, the, the alarm system is set to go off at quarter to ten automatically. <laughs> Whether you're there or not. Uh, well, no, what, what happens is it will set the alarm. So if I don't go and then turn it off again, uh, um, I'll be in the office and any movement will probably set it off. So, uh, that's, that's what I was, what I was up to. Um, so, are we ready for the second half? Second half, go for it. Refreshed. We've talked ready. nutmegs. We've talked. We've, we've talked langet, and now Lang we're it. into the second half, and we're going to talk Veikkaus Liga. Okay. We we went through this. It was only three weeks ago and one game ago, so uh, not much has not much has changed. But everything is kind of now. We're coming down to the final final game of the season. Exciting um, times. It, it it is exciting times. Um, I suppose we need to start at the top and work our yeah. way down. Um, Coops from Corpio. We talked last time. They were at the top. They were in the in the box seat, and they've now got two point lead going into the final game. And I said last time, um, well, they're looking good for that now and uh, they, they should win it. And what did you say, Mark? I said that's not, it's, it, I said it's not going to happen. Well, I, I may not have said that, but I'm saying it now. It's not going to happen. It well, what you did say, what, what you actually said was, well, hold on a sec, because they've got the final game of the season against FC Inter. So yeah. it's all still wide open. And you were completely right because... Coops are at the top on 50 points, second place FC Inter on 48 points. So, in a way, it's kind of winner takes all. Yep, yeah. Um, friend of the show and former um, co-presenter of the show, Rich Nelson, is uh, a Coops fan. So, I'm yeah. sure after after some years... Actually, they've, they've kind of been steadily improving year on year. I was looking at this, but but this is kind of the culmination of that steady steady growth. And uh, he must be quite excited. No, uh, yeah, they've been, they've been, they have been steadily building. I mean, it's it's painful for me being a Yee Yee Core fan to see them doing so well. But it is, you know, on the other on the other hand, it's, it's, it's nice that they've managed to run their football club in a way that's allowed them to build over the years. But I'll be cheering on the uh, the black and blue stripes of Interturco, I'm afraid. So is Corpio and Juvascula, is that like a rivalry there? No, it's Yee Kor Juvascula and Coops are rivals. It's because they're, they're pretty close together, you know, it's not so far away. There's not many local, local derbies in, in Finland, let's be honest. Unless well, get... there, there, are, there are now that we're, that we're so far down the divisions. Well, that's true. But, but yeah, <laughs> Vegas Liga, they're our biggest sort of local rivals, so... And so now we have um, Honka, um, they're playing Mariaham, um, and Ilves who play Hoyiko. So Honka and Ilves are both on 44 points, they're in third and fourth places. Um, they'll either finish in third or fourth, just depending on, on the results and, and goals and whatever at the weekend. Um, how does this look for the, the playoffs, Mark? What does this mean regarding the, the, the kind of European places and any playoff places? Okay, so... In the, in the, the there's the, the relegation league or the, or the well the challenger league it's called technically the challenger league and the uh, championship league and the winner of the challenger league goes into like a side playoff against uh, fourth fifth and sixth from the championship league so what that means is that first goes to the champs league qualifiers second and third go to the uh, Europa League qualifiers four five and six 
uh, now go into a competition against the winner of the Challenger League. Uh, they play each other until there's a winner of that of that uh, side pot, and then the winner of the side pot plays the third place team. I was I was so hoping that by the time we got to this stage of the season, it would be Clear. a bit simpler. But I'm All still right. I'm still barely okay. any the wiser. Okay, okay. The, the winner of the league goes to the Champions League qualifier. Second yep. place goes to the Europa League qualifier. The third yep. place team has to play one other team to 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 decide whether they or the other right. team. Go to right, the, okay. the 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 other team is determined by the four team tournament that happens after the league finishes. Okay, okay, okay. Oof. It's still, I mean, it's still, <laughs> it's still not clear. <laughs> and it, and it's and it's also muddied further because Ilves are one of, uh, could come third or fourth, and they've already won the Sormen Cup, so they've got a European place. Yes, that's right. <laughs> and, I'm glad. I'm glad. Works, I think, but I think what that means is that I think, however the draw goes, one of the semi-finals gets a bye, which means okay. one team. I think. I think that's how the thing. But I. But but I'll, I'll be honest with you. I've, I've already explained too much. <laughs> we'll, we'll have to wait and see how things are. How things sit on Saturday evening, I guess. Yeah. Um, I, I saw today on Twitter there was a one of these Twitter polls, and it said. Something along the lines of, uh, do you think this new this new format of the season has been a good thing, a bad thing, or yeah? And I thought, I think it has to be. I mean, it's a strange thing, and it's a slightly incomprehensible thing to traditional football fans like us, who are used to league tables and a winner and three down and three up and all that. But it means that there's a lot of teams going into the final game of the season with something to play for. That's um, kind. That's kind. Yeah, that, that's kind of true. And and, and it, it has. We have got. I mean, like two. You know, if if uh, Coops had a loss, I think the, then uh, there'd have been more teams. Well, there's what four points, five points, something like that. That's that separate the top four teams. So I think I think that's a byproduct of the of the of the of the new format, let's say. So I think it is a bit more competitive, for sure. But even in the even in the challenger series, you've got Hifkiu at top of that of that table, uh, and Lavti who are second. They're only one point apart, and mm. depending on results Saturday, they both need a win to try and get that top spot to go into this playoffs. So essentially, you could come sixth. And still be in with the chance of getting a European place, which is, you know, maybe not necessarily the quality of team you want going into Europe. But hey, that's the that's the format this year. So there's a there's a way in, and and if they come in that top place there, they're going to have a few games before they get a chance to fight for that European place. So, but it keeps keeps things interesting anyway. It is, yeah, that's true. It's true. Uh, it's um, it's. it's it's similar to how the league works in Scotland, isn't it? Because that splits. Yes, it, it probably is, but but and it's been doing that for many years, and I've yeah. never really bothered to find out how it works. I've always yeah. just sort of scratched my head at it every year. Oh. Now I've had to learn. I watch quite a lot of Scottish football, but I tend to focus on what's happening at the top of the league. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I'm not really sure. Even after all these years, what actually happens after the split down the bottom? But there you go. Yeah. Um, and I guess the other the other game of note as such is that the the, the uh, VPS Vars are they're they're down already. Corpe um, there from Kokkola um, are second from bottom. Those two teams play each other on Saturday. Um, nothing nothing really um, resting on that apart from the fact that that Corpe there will then have a playoff against TPS. Turku for the for who goes into the Bakehouse Liga next year. Yeah. Who's at the top of Ukkene? Uh Haka won okay, it yeah. comfortably and then Tepeas were uh, comfortably second. Yeah. So that's the playoff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who's your and, team and got can this I, weekend? Can I ask, Mark? Uh, so, sorry, say again. Who's your team got this weekend? This year, boys. Does, does, does it matter? Does yeah. it matter? <laughs> it's, it's kind of well. I guess it it does matter in so much as Lati and Hifkia are battling yeah. out for that for that sort of 
playoff position there, so it matters to them. And Hifke are playing Robs, so you know it's those it's those top four teams of the Challenger League that are, are all playing against each other, and I guess will hopefully be trying to uh, to cause each other problems. Um, but yeah, Asikor got lucky. We're going to the game because we got season ticket. It's going to be cold. It's going to be wet, and it's going to, and everyone's going to be miserable. But we'll make some noise. Um, and I, I, I don't know if I if I mentioned this last time, but there's been this uh, friend of, friend of mine's brought down a load of students from the local polytechnic, and they've been coming in with cheap tickets and discovering beer on the terrace and making a lot of noise. Nice. So fair play to them. They they're enjoying it. They know that the football's lousy, but they don't care because there's beer and there's football, and they're like Spanish and Italian guys and German guys, and they're just coming for the crack and. I'm so glad because it would have been quiet, I think, in the run into this season. But their enthusiasm's been inf infectious. So uh, good, good job to those to those boys. I think they're only around for a few months. So next season they won't be there, and we'll have to pick, pick up the slack again. But yeah. um, but th there was one bit of good news coming out of Saniyoki, which was that the uh, Asiko Academy team won their uh, group in the in the Kakunen, the the third tier um now i'm looking at the tables for this kakunen divisions as well and there seems to be lots of lots of places above the line and i know not many clubs actually go up so can you shed any light on that mark yeah in in i mean kakunen goes by the it doesn't go by the regional well, it's regional so there's one in the south one in the yeah middle so, yeah. and one in the north or something like that so I think and I think it's that I think it's right that there's only one place going up. Is it one place going up to the to Utkanen? So I think, yeah, that's why I, I think. Cool. Yeah, so I think I'm pretty sure your regional winners they play each other in a cup, providing they can still like field teams and have money. Right, okay. And and uh, you can, yeah. I, th I think Utkanen is is as high as, as Academy can go, because you can't get you can't have yes. Asiko and their Academy in the same same team. So so that means they'll they'll uh, proceed to the. To the regional, let's say semi-finals, finals, and then if they win, then they'll get to the to Ukraine. Yeah. Okay. And and of course, if if Ashiko Academy wins Ukraine and the Ashiko first team gets relegated from Vakers uh, Liga, then one one could replace the other one, and that would seem like you know just just rewards for the young for the young Saniyoki boys. How long has it been since Ashiko won a game? Like <coughs> I can't remember. I'm getting old. My memory's not so not so good. I, I do you know what? I genuinely can't remember. I mean, I can barely remember a goal at home to cheer. <laughs> it must have been one. Could it could it be that we won? Uh, I, this won't be the last win, but maybe the last goal I actually saw in the flesh could be at the end of August when we beat. We had this kind of fluky win against Inter, um, and there hasn't been much else to cheer since then. Again, it was that was in that was in July, man. Hey, uh, hey, let me let me just interrupt, Mark, if you don't mind, because uh, something special is about to happen. Hello. I'm going to start this off by introducing a guest caller by saying the immortal words. What shirt are you wearing, Rich? Hey. Hello. Hey. Hey. We were just talking about you and your and your Coops team. It's Rich Nelson there uh, from Escape You've created a bit of a, an internet storm this week, Rich, by, by coming back from the dead. Uh, yeah, I think, um, I don't want to say the, the dead, but certainly the dormant. But uh, yeah, I thought I'd uh, jump on the bandwagon. It was shameless bandwagon jumping, and yet, having watched Finnish football all those years, if ever there was a, a deserved comeback, I think you're you're welcome. We kept we kept the seat on the bandwagon warm for you. <laughs> well, what can I say? Uh, I had been planning it for a while, and lifestyle changes have allowed it. And uh, what better time to come back than uh, four weeks before Liechtenstein at home? What, uh, what else could anyone ask? Are you going to come over with Keke? He's uh, he's coming over for the game. 
Um, lifestyle's changed, money situation hasn't, so uh, I shall be watching it on my friend's Sky Sports password on my iPad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah fair, fair play. Fair play. Um, so you're, you're, you're back in the Finnish football world, uh, publicly anyway, and you're on this show. Mm. Are you going to come yeah. back in the future? Um, yeah, when when work allows. That's um, if, if you'll have me. That is. Um, it's um, yeah, nice. I, I've kind of been following mostly the, the national team. Obviously, uh, a bit harder to keep up with with everything else. But um, yeah, it's not, nice to kind of get myself back into the swing of things and already finding out the hard way today about the playoffs and everything else for the the Vegas Liga. And yeah, I think I, I had the same issues understanding it as you did. Okay. <laughs> You'll be watching Cooks this weekend, though, won't you, Rick? Oh yes, um, Lumi's got her cook shirt ready, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll be watching it after after her swimming lesson. But uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, not not quite the big screen in the middle of Corpio Town Centre, but uh, yeah, maybe uh, again on the iPad in between repeats of Pingu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so she's insisting pad. she's insisting on watching the football while you're trying to watch Pingu. Yeah, well, it's, it's the best way to learn Finnish, I find. Is we have uh, Pingu and Ule, so uh, it's either that or Hurapat or Tenavat or something like that. Yeah. Oh, it's good. It's good to hear your hear your voice back on back on here again. And uh, and what about the your, your other podcast? Uh, is that still going still going strong and planning to in the future? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's definitely still going. Um, yes, yeah, the eighties movies that. Um, Still, uh, still fun, but uh, yeah, I think uh, now work has allowed a little bit more leeway. So hopefully, uh, may- maybe not blurring the lines so much. I don't think I'll be podding too much about eighties Finnish football, but uh, yeah, hopefully the the modern stuff is just as interesting for everyone else. Good stuff. Oh, it's good to good to hear you back on on here. Um, yeah, it's nice to be a participant rather than a, a loyal listener. <laughs> And and how loyal how loyal have you been? Uh, well, can I say I'm a subscriber and downloader and regular listener, so uh, it's it's nice. Um, obviously, I, I need to buy some some new shirts and some new biscuits as well. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to dig out the old scripts as well and find out what I used to say. <laughs> um, yeah. you know, I, think, I think that that that's that we we're kind of we're kind of coming uh, to the end. Um, but that's that's quite a nice that nice way to sort of wrap wrap things up, and uh, the four of us can do this in future. And and I'm I'm thinking off the top of my head, but maybe it gives an opportunity to do more of these shows where there's a couple of us get together and just to get some get some shows out a little bit more regularly. It should be easy to perm two from four and put some together a bit more regularly. So. Uh, that sounds that sounds good, and I, I think we'll we've definitely got something to talk about in about four weeks' time. We'll have the the uh, Finland. Let, let's keep it neutral. Hopefully, qualifying for the Euro twenty twenty, and we'll have the, the say again. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Yeah, <laughs> um, and um, and we'll look at uh, exactly what how the how the league table finished up and who's who's going where, and uh, and see if once the season's finished, we still understand how. This, uh, how the league table system works. Um, so I'm going to blow my whistle for the end of the uh, for the end of the, the show. But we're into injury time, and we always have our following section where every every show we nominate someone that we know or like on Twitter. And for once, I've chosen the person we're going to nominate, and it's with perfect timing because he's just joined us again on the show. And the Escape to Swarmy Twitter feed is uh, is back to life. And uh, you've been trolled by the, uh, the the Finnish national team captain. Yeah, he gave me a tailing off. He, uh, he gave me a very nice send-off sort of a year ago and uh, has clearly decided that I am persona non grata. And uh, probably the reason why Finland have done so well in the last sort of, 15 months or so. <laughs> it's because you haven't been involved. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I you know I took one for the team, and hopefully my return hasn't jinxed things. Well, if if Finland managed to lose the last two games and not qualify, we might have to reconsider this whole this whole <laughs> reappearance. Yeah, I'll, I'll be escaping to Bosnia. I think we'll have to make you, we'll have to make you dormant again. 
Yeah, so a few people say that quite often. <laughs> they do. Um, so uh, your your Twitter handle is at Escapes to Swarmy, and um, what 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 had he like like in the past? You were you had your own website with the same name, and and I think you're going to do some stuff with us on the finishedfootballshow.com. So what is your Twitter? What do you do on your Twitter feed? Um, so the Twitter is going to be sort of more live, sort of real-time stuff, a bit of sort of very sort of short Twitter-based stuff, um, silly pictures and very sort of news clips and things like that. Um, hopefully once um, once I've sort of got myself back up to speed with everything, I'll actually start writing things and I've even had to uh, start a new Facebook page. But, yeah, the old um, escapechasarmy.com is, is now available to anyone for about $5,000. Amazingly, so um, are, yeah, are you selling it or is somebody else counting it out there? Yeah, someone else took ownership of it in my absence, and is it? It's available for ransom as we speak. <laughs> Some kind yes. of cyber squatter. Yes, so uh, okay. it'll be yes, it'll either be on the uh, the original blog spot or uh, yeah, I've got now I've got sort of admin access for the Finnish Football Show website. So yeah, I'll uh, I'll be putting a few bits up there too once I, once I get my pen out. Good stuff. Good stuff. Nice. Nice to. Nice to hear, and nice to to hear, to hear from you as well, Rich. So uh, that's the end of the show. Okay, so I've mentioned before you can follow us all individually on uh, on Twitter. So I'm at Edgar Finland, uh, Martin's at Eskisuomi, Tete is at Kesemulari, and Rich is at, at Escape to Suomi. Um, and the one the one place to go to uh, to find what, what's new and what we've written new is the Finnish Football Show website, finnishfootballshow.com. Um, you can subscribe to us, follow us on Podbean. I don't know if we've picked up any more followers during the show, uh, but it'd be nice next time I log in to see that that's, uh, that's increased a little bit. Um, there's also a way for people to give us money on Podbean, but nobody's done it yet, so we'll have to, we'll have to keep putting. Yep, yep.